This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, does marrying a black woman mean that you love black women? Probably not. Also, skin bleaching and who gets to joke about it? 50-50 chance says, not you. And as usual, a moment in black hair and a moment in black ass life. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I like, you're not going to go on with me? I thought you was remixing it. I don't know what you're doing. That was it. Those are the words. I know those are the words. I just said I thought you were remixing it. Remix. Okay. You know what Diddy invented? The remix? I thought you were doing that. He did not invent the remix. Look, that's what he said. Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal capitalism one episode at a time. What Jay said. Uh, I am Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ew. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? I'm all right. I am. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good. I'm enjoying your new hair. It's very cute. Thank you. You didn't. I had this hair one last time we recorded. I know. I said I liked it then too. Oh, okay, okay. But I'm enjoying it. It continues. Oh, oh I'm all right. Enjoying it. The saga. It's very continues. cute. Yeah, it's giving me more of a bang than it was giving me that day. I can no, feel. No, the bang was weird. Oh, it was weird. Did you cut it? You trimmed no, it? No, okay. I just let it. I like hair when it gets older. Yes, yes, yes. And that's what it's just it doing. Baked. What it's, it's like, it. yeah, it's falling yeah, yeah, yeah. and doing all that stuff. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm into yes. it. It's mm-hmm. super duper cute. Mm-hmm. If you would like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, podcast. <laughs> you can do so by using hashtag TVQJ. You can use that on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram stories. You can use that hashtag on all those social media platforms. And we'd like, you know, for you to talk about the show. Share know, it with a friend, share yo. Share it with a friend. We retweet it. We like the pictures. You know, we, we follow the we hashtag about, also. Yeah, that absolutely. is our way of, another way of us connecting with you. That's right. We are actually also recording at the Indie Creative Network Studios. Be sure to check them out online, ICN.DJ, for new content every hour on the hour for us black people, by us black people. Their podcasts, articles, videos all type of cool shit be sure to check them out you can also book studio time if you're trying to do a podcast or some shit yeah Yeah. they do all type of shit here so definitely check out indie creative network this is a spotted tea episode we're doing another spot um these are the episodes that just don't have segments they are free form they make it so that we can do this weekly because this should take time and it's just me and jay yep so it's a shorter cuter episode Mm -hmm. they're all cute they are actually all cute that's true. Mm-hmm. Every cute, every episode is cuter than the last, though. Yeah, that's true. You're right. That's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing about us. Libations. Do you have libations? <laughs> I'm what? Sorry. You sound like you didn't want to do them. Libations. Libations. Because it's easier to complain than it is to celebrate. Not so. for me. Oh, <laughs> I'm the reverse. I don't oh. like complaining. Okay. So it can be fun. Libations. So libations are when Jay and I pour some for the homies, the people, places, and things that give us black joy. That's we right. pour libations for. We pour one out. So that is what we for are the doing. elders for the homies. So what are you libating? Um, you know what? I want to libate. I want to pour libations for Chadwick Boseman, our king of Wakanda, mm-hmm. Black Panther, because there's been a lot of chit chatter going around that he's tired of throwing the Wakanda salute. 
that he's tired of saying talking about Wakanda, that he looks tired of it, that he looks over it, mm-hmm. right? And if anybody knows our king of Wakanda, if y'all know Chadwick, yeah. he got that type of face where he just be looking over it. That's not what he's it is. He's always looked like That's that. That's not what it is. Let me say this first. That's not what he's it is. He's always looked like he's over it. He's always looked like he's had it. He's not he over got, it. Let me finish. He got No, he's not over it. He's, he's not, not over it. He got that face. He got that face where he looks like he's just been through it just in life. That's but just that, how his face be looking. Yeah, I hear what That's you're saying, his face. But that has nothing to do with anything. You want to know what it is? What is He's it? He's just tired of doing it for white people. That is for us. Well, there's that. That is for us. There's that that is for us. That is for us. Who's asking him to do it? The white media press people. And he's like, ah, oh, fuck out of here. Like, y'all ain't even supposed to know about where mm-hmm. we at and what we doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Here's a little X. Let me move on with my day. That's what that is. That's it true. Is not, You're right. Because there's a picture about, of him yes, looking but- sad and forlorn <laughs> on... um. What is that show live with? Whoever Kelly is live with right now is a picture of him looking sad. <laughs> She's live with Michael Strange. Whatever that No, I think they're over. He left? Yeah, that was a whole big thing, yo. She felt white woman ownership Oh, over yeah, that's him, right. She, she went, to, he went to Good Morning America like, to get How that dare shit. you try and further mm. your career and she shit. She can't keep a co-host. Yeah, so she's... Oh, my God. <laughs> she can't keep a man, girl. Um, so she's live with somebody else. But anyway, yeah, he be looking... You're with, right. He be looking sad on the white shows. Yes, with the white shows. That's true. He was happy when he was at Howard with the... Yes. Full of joy. Full throwing of it. it up for no reason. You're right. Exactly. You're absolutely right. He's not tired of it. It's for us, He's tired of y'all. He's tired of y'all. It's for Wakanda throws it for wakanda that's it so that's he said, it i didn't introduce the wakandans for this absolutely to the world for absolutely this. i just i just want fellow black people to stop spreading that propaganda and those lies about him being tired of it this is not a media thing wakanda is a way of life he mm-hmm. knows it i know it we all know it he just he doesn't want to play with them that's right that's all that is that's it that's all it is. i would like to pour libations mm-hmm. for men who can build things okay okay all right. So I affirmed last episode that when it comes to me um, decorating my apartment and getting all the new furniture and stuff and some of the things I have to assemble, mm. that I'm not doing it. Okay. There are men, penis people, right. are going to do that for me. Okay. I'm not doing that. And I usually do those things myself. I'm fine with doing it myself. But I said, no, I'm not. Because every time I date a motherfucker, mm-hmm. they ask me if I could cook. Can y'all motherfuckers build anything? Mm-hmm. Do you own a hammer, mm-hmm. brother? Like, no one right. does those things. Right, right, right? right. So stop requiring or asking me if I cook or if I do these in quotation womenly things mm. and you can't fix a fucking carburetor right. like i i'm so you don't even have a car i don't care can you <laughs> fix one though can you fix one i need to right. know that if right. i have a car yeah. carburetor is always breaking so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah i was having that conversation with my mother on mother's day because i was talking about um the ways in which i resist the patriarchy in mm-hmm. my relationship and things like that and yeah. she was like well she asked me basically if I think that she submits to the patriarchy within her relationship. Yeah. And what I said was, whether it's her or my stepmom or whatever, I think, sure, there's an element of that. But based on what I know about them, neither of them are ignorant to what that experience is. Yeah. And they are both comfortable with the situations that they're in. And I I don't judge them for that you know what i'm saying and for, like and for them maybe those things aren't oppressive right right so yeah so that's not something you know that's not that's not an issue for me but when it comes to men of that age group i have noticed because my grandfather he could build a house but i have noticed that men of this of that age group of our parents age yeah. like you and i's parents mm-hmm. age there are a lot of them 
and maybe your dad could build a house. But there are a lot of them. I want to live in that house. Okay. <laughs> right. But there are a lot of them who expect the things that their moms did. Yeah. And even men our age. You mm-hmm. expect the shit that your mom did when your dad could build a house. When your dad could fix whatever went wrong. There were, there, and that's not to say that there weren't, um, there weren't problems within that patriarchal type system yeah. or whatever, but there was the, a system of two motherfuckers that could do shit. Yes. This motherfucker can build a that. house and do shit, and this, this motherfucker, motherfucker could take care yes. of the house was, and do there shit. There was contributions yes. to the, the household and the yes. family that they both made. Right. Regardless of how gender specific the floor is, mm-hmm. the floor and being gender specific about who does what. Right. But right, there right. was still something being added to the household. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to these motherfuckers who are out there. Can you cook? Can you, can you do this? this? Some motherfucker online was like, oh, I had this girl come over and spend the night and I made a little bit of a yeah, mess. Yeah, I she saw didn't that. Clean it I up. What? Uh, it what? was a test to see if she was girlfriend, wifey material, or so whatever. She, like so what? So I should not invite you to the house and clog up my toilet and see if what? you can fix that shit? Because yeah. you're not, you're gonna be like, damn, that bitch got a fucked up toilet. Like you're not gonna Pretty try much. to fix it. Pretty you're gonna much. talk about my fucked up toilet. Pretty like, because I'm supposed to have all my shit together, mm-hmm. everything together. Mm-hmm. But you could like come to my house, yeah. and not fix my fucked up toilet. I feel you. Cheers, yeah. So, yeah. Cheers to yes. cheers to men that could Who build um, things. I ordered a bed. Things. A man put it together for me. Nice. And it was great. That's to sleep nice. In that bed that That's I didn't nice. have to assemble. I like that. Mm-hmm. So libations to the men that can still build things. Yes, libations to that. Mm-hmm. Libations to that. I'm thinking about the last time a man built something for me. It was nice to be able to make that phone call. You know, mm-hmm. like okay, I almost murdered myself dragging this up the steps. Can you? Can you, can you put this together? together? Yeah, please? like, can you do this? Yeah, that was nice. Fuck. That was nice. Uh, back to dismantling the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you would like to donate, I'm going to let you tell them about donations. Yes, if you would like to donate to this podcast, help sustain it, help progress it, go to our website, twithqueenajay.com, and hit the donate tab. At the donate tab, we have two options for you. So, you can click on our PayPal, and that is where you name your price. And you can come there however you want, but that's a one-stop shop. And then we have our Patreon. Or you can come more than once. Then we have our Patreon where you can, it's actually a subscription service. And we're asking for you to give us only $2 a month. $2. You can give more or you can give less because like we said, we're trying to dismantle capitalism. So you can choose your price and how you want to subscribe. But that is a bit more of a commitment. You do that monthly. Mm-hmm. And those are the two ways that you could donate to this show mm-hmm. and help us grow. That's right. And with your subscription service right now, you continue to get this podcast, but hopefully maybe one we, day yeah, we'll we give you have... other things. Oh, yes, yes, yes. We Yes. So right now, current patrons, mm-hmm. make sure your address is current. Yeah. I'm not telling you why, but just make sure your address is current. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Just putting the feelings out there. That's right. All right, gay. All I right. mean, right, Jay. I'll hold you gay. That's okay. I'll take that too. Okay, cool. No big deal. We got some donation libations this week. Our Patreon subscribers, we got Huey, who is a new subscriber. Thank you so much. We appreciate Thanks, you. Thanks, Huey. And we have Dal Savan, um, who upped their pledge. Thank you so much. We appreciate you for doing that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. And then we have Milton, who broke us off on the PayPal. Thank you so much, Milton. Milton, we got to meet <laughs> Milton at Pod and Live NYC. Yes. And for anybody who is listening for the first time, Milton has actually started at episode one, one and is listening to all of our episodes. This episode we're recording is 154. So Milton, in his um, PayPal donation, says, To my favorite womanist race nerds, I'm on episode 53 
if you care. And you know what, Milton? I do care. Because if you don't tell me what episode you're on, I can't mock you for doing this. <laughs> okay? So please keep us posted. I saw on Twitter he's on like episode 63, 64 okay, right now. Thank you, Milton. Yes, thanks, Milton. We appreciate you. And that's that's actual love. For you to go back and listen to those episodes where the audio is is challenging, Mm -hmm. um, where we're developing and like growing and getting to know each other more because we were friends, but we have learned a lot about each other since then and like figuring out how to do a podcast and shit. That's that's love. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. but i appreciate it we do appreciate you so thank you so much milton then we have virginia who broke us off on the paypal and virginia says a year subscription so basically virginia is saying that they gave us 24 dollars. thank you so much because we know we asked for two dollars a month yeah um a year subscription or the smallest of reparations from a southern white chick whatever makes you happier Thank you so much. I'm Thank I'm not going to call it reparations because it is $24 and the smallest amount of reparations is about like what like a good a cool mill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say that. Yes. But I do appreciate this mm-hmm. as a donation to two black women doing their thing and we thank you Southern White Chick. Southern White Chick, I just want to say one thing. When you give money to black people, don't call it a reparation. Just, oh, okay. It's weird. Yeah, it made you feel weird. Yes. Mm. I didn't feel weird. I felt like it was an acknowledgement that y'all owe me reparations. Yeah, it is. But okay. 21st, you like, I owe you mad shit. Here's $24. <laughs> I'm going to be like, what? You know, you know that's in that, I got in that you. sense. Like, I got you. I got but you. I appreciate it. They did, they did make it a point to say the smallest yeah, of. And, but then, and then she told me to choose. She gave me options. Right. Yes. So I get all of that. Okay. So for me, it's a subscription. Okay. And I appreciate that. Okay. All right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you. Other cool shit that's going on with us. We are every year we throw Juneteenth. That's right. We throw a celebration on the blackest of holidays. Yes. Juneteenth, which is June 19th of every year. So this this year falls on a Tuesday. So we're throwing a Juneteenth happy hour. That's going to be from 6 to 10 on June 19th at our favorite bar, Von Bar. Von Bar. Please come through. That's at 3 Bleecker in Soho. We want to see you. We want to hang out with you. It's really just a time for us to reconnect and chill, celebrate being freed from slavery and shit. For anybody who's unfamiliar, Juneteenth is the day that slaves received their freedom in Texas. So that was about two and a half years after, after the, um, emancipation. the Emancipation Proclamation because a lot of that information did not trickle down to slaves. Because um, people are oppressive and they want to keep you as slaves and they want the free labor. Exactly. And then we can't read. So maybe there was a sign. You know, I don't know. It was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. There could literally yeah. be a sign. Signs, paperwork, paper, whatever. But, shit, but but the information, they knew, the that, they knew that black folks couldn't read. Yeah. They knew the access was limited. Yep. They knew they were still holding and keeping slaves. Um, so we know that Texas, this, this is June 19th is the day that a certain plantation in Texas got word that they were free. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that this happened around the country in other areas where slaves didn't get the news that they were free. Yeah. For actually a really long time. For a very long time. Absolutely. So this is the day that we choose to celebrate. It's important that we acknowledge it. It's the nation's only black American holiday. holiday. The first, excuse me, it's our, it's the first black American holiday. Uh-huh. So it's important that we at Tea with Queen and Jay celebrate and acknowledge yeah. that. So this will be our third 
annual Juneteenth celebration. Come through. Be black with us. It's chill. It's free. So look out for that. Save the date. And we're going to be putting up um, like an event bright or whatever for you guys to RSVP. And come and be black and free with us, yo. Word. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. This is our third one, yo. I know. Like. The little Juneteenth that could. Oh my goodness, right. dude! People came last year and was like, "So, so what is this? Is this your birthday?" <laughs> which, which is like a part of why it's so important that we that do we it. Do it because so that. we need to. There's so much has been taken away from us. Mm-hmm. There are actually places throughout the country where Juneteenth had been celebrated, and like our parks get taken away, yep. our permits get taken away. We used to have a big Juneteenth celebration in Harlem. Yep. Um, that has shrunk. It's just a lot of a lot of black joy and celebration over the years and decades where they can stamp it out they do and so this is something that we want to make sure that we keep alive so we are doing a review series if you don't know now you know for dear white people and it is called dear black people that's right um yeah we dropped the episode every wednesday so our regular show comes out on tuesday and on wednesday because our review series for dear white people Yep. Libations to everybody who listened to our first review series episode. That was super cool. We reviewed the first episode. We're doing it in twos. Yeah. So we reviewed um episode chapter one, one and, and two. And um yeah, next episode is three and four. So it's super cool. How are you liking it so far? I'm enjoying it, actually. I I wasn't sure how I was gonna feel because I feel like a lot of our critiques um and reviews <laughs> end up it's not on purpose it just ends up being shit that we hate that we just happen to watch and it's like oh i actually hate this so review things we like i think the only time we didn't was she's gotta have it maybe i mean there are things that yeah you're right we have reviewed things that we like but it's either i guess it's either it's also either like love it or hate it you Mm -hmm. know what i'm saying and i like that i'm actually really enjoying dear black people dear white people i'm enjoying it but I don't know that I love it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but it's, I feel like it's a nice, it's, not it's a nice you. little. Yes, it's not I'm not being you. abused. Mm-hmm. I don't feel abused I don't while feel I'm abused watching either. it. And, and we review things that. where we felt abused. Yes. So yeah, so it's so, cool. So yeah, I'm, I'm definitely it. enjoying it. I'm enjoying doing the review series, and it's tying into a lot of things that are happening in everyday life Word. with Black students in particular. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I fucks with it. So yeah, check us out if you have not. If you haven't listened to our She's Gotta Have It reviews, those are fucking iconic. So, you know, regardless of how we felt about the series, we did find some things in it that we could, like, salvage and enjoy in some way. (laughs) Um, But definitely check them out. People really enjoyed that. And it's cool. Even with this Dear White People series, watch it more than once. Like, I found, like, doing... There are things that I caught the second time that I watched mm-hmm. it or third time that I watched an episode. I was like, oh, I didn't see that before. Yeah. It's not like Empire that you could watch once and, like, there you just should just consume it differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just There's more... Um, there's more depth, I think. Of course. There are more layers. Of course. Um, and that's just with anything compared as compared to like a soap opera or whatever. It's just, you know, there's just more to it. So yeah. I think there's value in watching it more than once. And mm-hmm. if you don't watch it, we do a play-by-play. Yeah, so we do. So you can really keep good. up and listen to us, even if it's something that you don't plan on watching. Yeah. I was going to say stuff, but I'll, I'll leave it for the review. Oh, okay. One more thing. So on May 19th in Harlem, Changing Perceptions Theater is actually doing a show um, called Happy Birthday, Malcolm and Lorraine. And that's in prepar- in, that's in commemoration of Malcolm X and the playwright Lorraine Hansberry's shared birthday, which is May, May 19th. 
And it's their second annual Happy Birthday, Malcolm and Lorraine production. Six new generation black playwrights have interpreted portions of speeches and interviews by Malcolm X and Lorraine Hansberry to create Happy Birthday, Malcolm and Lorraine. It's a compilation of six short plays to be presented on stage at the Schomburg Theater in Harlem. So we'll leave information in the show notes for where you can buy tickets. I'm really excited about going to see it. I didn't know that they had a shared birthday. I knew this play happened last year. I didn't know why I wasn't in my obvious to me that they have the same motherfucking birthday understand it either but yeah sometimes i'm slow you know right no i'm super excited about it um so it's a creative and fresh tribute for two people who influence and inspire generations of artists thinkers and leaders to develop both the human spirit and black psyche so i'm super excited tickets are ten dollars they can be purchased at the door or online Mm -hmm. online purchase is strongly encouraged um because we don't want anybody to be locked out of this event and it's at the schomburg center for research and black culture which as i realized not enough people new yorkers in particular go to no exists yes um so please take this as an opportunity to visit the schomburg visit the schomburg library it's a big deal so i'm fucking excited you ready to get into the show? Let's get into the show. Let's do it. What kind of tea are you drinking? Did you just bogle? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's my happy dance. <laughs> what kind of tea are you drinking? So, listeners. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cop the please. Already with the please. See what happened was. Okay. So, all right, boom. I'm saying all that. All right, so boom. Okay. <laughs> now, um, I'm not drinking tea. And I realized today that we haven't been drinking tea. It's been a few episodes, maybe. We've been doing a lot of back-to-back spots of tea, Yeah, though. that's what it is. And when we do those, we're actually up all night. So we come so, from work. We review the show. And we just be... We edit. We just be trying to hurry up. We... <laughs> Don't say that. That's how I be. I be trying. To, I was like, we well, just to, to get started. Yeah, yeah we, we be trying, be trying to get started. Around. We're not trying to rush the show, but we not are trying rush to. The show, we're trying to get but started. Trying to get stuff done. Yeah. Um, and it's a little warm in the studio today, so I didn't want to. I don't feel that warmth, but oh, my I respect you. Really, okay. This sweater. That's why I'm not wearing that thin. Is jacket. it a sweatshirt or is it like a sweater? It's a sweater sweatshirt, material. but then it has like the fuzzy stuff in there. Right. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. It's really warm. Well, so it's very cute. I don't want tea. I dig it. Um, I'm not drinking tea because on these nights I've been drinking coffee because yeah. I don't want to sound tired. So <laughs> maybe one day when I quit my job, I'll be back to tea. Oh my god! I can't wait. We need that. It's gonna be so good. I'm gonna slam doors. <laughs> All right. What are your my, pronouns? My pronouns. She and her. What okay. are your pronouns? My pronouns are she, her, and they. Okay. Okay. And. What are you affirming for yourself this week? Okay, so I am affirming that I'm a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. I'm affirming that I'm enough. And I'm affirming that I am going to be more active. Okay. I actually decided to join a 5K. Um, and within the 5K, I'm raising money for an organization um, mm-hmm. called Kids Creatives. And they have art programming for children. But the real, real, real reason that I'm doing this is because I notice that I'm a person that I have to put a goal on something mm-hmm. and I want to be more active and I want to exercise and figure out ways to like incorporate exercise and all of that shit in my life. Yeah. So I figured if I say I'm training for this 5K, that will make me have to keep doing things. Mm-hmm. So I like I'm, I have an African dance class I go to. I have a kickboxing class I go to. Oh, excuse us. I didn't start yet. I start Saturday. Okay. I have to go for walks every day as a part of my lunch break. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to incorporate because I don't like traditional kind of exercise exercise go to the gym that's not for me i'm not ever going to do that so i'm figuring out these ways to like make this stuff like day-to-day like regular in my life where i'm like doing something active Mm -hmm. and all of that will lead to me being um at least at some space where i can like do this 5k i don't think i'm gonna run the whole thing 
probably run, walk, go, you know. I'm not mm-hmm. really doing it to win anything. Yeah. I'm doing it to raise money for the organization and for my, me to be, like, in a healthier space. Mm-hmm. So I affirm that I'm going to be active. All right. I like that. Yeah. I like that. One day I would like to affirm that for myself as well. Today, <laughs> today is not that day. I affirm that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. Mm-hmm. And I affirm that I'm talented, I'm productive, and I do a lot. Because I feel like as a creative, because our path is one that we create for ourselves, it's mm-hmm. very easy to fall into, should I be doing what this person is doing? Should I be doing what that person is doing? Am I like, like our measures for success are um not traditional Mm -hmm. like i'm not looking to get a promotion i'm not looking to climb any particular ladder you know my success is what i make it yeah so i've kind of been in a space like am i doing am i doing the right things here am i am i doing enough but i do a lot of shit yeah i do a lot of shit i have a lot of skills it's a lot of things that i don't or haven't put a name to or like put on paper and built into a resume or whatever but like it's i do a lot yeah, you do. I do a lot. I think that because we, and we learn this through the education system, we are taught to have someone else name something as valid. So, mm-hmm. like, here's a grade for this. Or, yeah. like, look, you're good at, here, right. someone else telling you you're good at something mm-hmm. and you do something well or that you meet this standard. Yeah. And that's not something that we just set for ourselves. Mm-hmm. So, I think that because we are taught that way that we think we're just always supposed to get those validations from right. an outside space right. rather than just saying like, yo, I does this shit mm-hmm. and then that just being enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm happy that you're like at that space where it's just like, nah, bitch, I be doing this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's a challenge though. It's a challenge. I'm at the space where I am affirming that for myself and trying, I'm, I'm trying to, to get into that space to the point where I believe it. Mm-hmm. It's some days where I believe it and it's no big deal but sometimes like once things quiet and like I finished the project and I'm, quietly working on something else and waiting to see the fruits of that it's like am i actually doing it but i am fucking doing it so yeah yo so that's my affirmation the bumbleclot show yo so (laughs) did you watch childish gambino's this is america video yes all right we don't care to talk about it because honestly i don't i wasn't super it was it's a video it's a video, it's a, y'all. And, and we do analyze shit, so that doesn't mean that it's not worth, like, critique and shit like that. But it didn't, I wasn't, um, it didn't give me all the things that made me want to, I just don't have it in me to, I just don't, I'm not. i didn't feel the things everybody else felt. And that's not to take it away from anybody who. I felt things, but mm -hmm. my things were like. I'm not really, I for me, it's hard to digest violence, just period. Right. Because of the way I grew up, because of the environment I grew up, grew up in, and all of these things. So I never really just take in violence like it's art or like, you know, I always take violence as violence. So for me, okay. that's what it was. Like, this shit is mad violent. I don't want people to get shot. Like, yeah. that was just like, what it, like, I've seen people get shot. I don't like want to just see it. Yeah. You know, whatever. But other than that, it was just like, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I wasn't... Uh, I don't want to body shame, but that dad body. Okay, we're not we're not gonna body shame, so we're gonna skip over that. That dad body. Okay, okay. Um, I am okay with the dad body, but you know, but full disclaimer: a lot of men out there have dad bodies. So right, you know, I'm just saying. Right. I think I might have dated women, men with that body, that dad body. <laughs> you know, there's lots of guys with dad bodies, yeah. and I've dated dated guys. With daddy bodies. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I don't necessarily have anything to say about the video. Yeah. I don't have the same feelings about violence as you do. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily want to see the violence within this context. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that I, I feel like this video shouldn't exist or is harmful or is a bad expression of whatever the fuck he was trying to express. Um, I was happy. I was like, oh, he got another album out. I'm excited. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited like, to hear the album. But that makes sense, though, because you're a fan of his. Like me, he, right. I'm not a fan of his. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That could be another thing for right. me. Just like, okay, why am I looking at this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same yeah. Thing. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm a fan of his music. You didn't like Redbone or whatever that album Yeah, was? I like when he sings. I don't like when he raps. I mean, he will not okay. rap. But you can sing all day. But right, right, yeah. right, right, right. I will say, though, he got some little moves on him. Yeah, he know. got some moves. I didn't know he could dance. I just thought he could, like, jump around. Mm. He was dancing. He was dancing. Yeah, he was dancing. He was dancing. All right. I appreciate it. What I did want to talk about yes. is the dialogue that's been surrounding him and whether or not he should be expressing himself in the ways in which he's expressing himself and uh, his relationship to black women yeah. and that whole thing. Because I, I kind of tapped out of it because it, it makes me uncomfortable when we start talking about whose wife is white and this, that or whatever, because I really that to me I very rarely have an issue with anybody whose wife is white. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Un- unless there's an added layer to it unless this is some um this is some expression of your distaste for black women mm-hmm. which is not something that i can see or prove unless you told me that you don't like black women yeah. you know what i'm saying so as you have mentioned it was revealed i think some old tweets popped up yeah of like, his yeah of him um you know bad saying bad things mm-hmm. about black women like all y'all black motherfucking men do right <laughs> right so that was kind of just like hmm like what? I will say that when I first saw the video, I did get a little uncomfortable, but that's only because I've always seen Donald, well, at this, at this point, he's childish Gambino. I do get a little uncomfortable when he presents black things or like that he's ever showed black revolution things, but I did get a twinge of um discomfort because I've always, not always, not so much anymore because he's growing, but I was introduced to him as like a special black. So I'm always kind of uncomfortable when special blacks um, start speaking of these black experiences. But I checked myself because why should he not speak about these when things? You, he's, for still, a, he's still affected by these things. Right. For our new listeners, what do you mean by special black? Um, special blacks are the black people who think that because of their proximity to whiteness, so either they speak white, in quotations, or they like like the things that the mainstream media says black people generally are not into. Right. Those types of things, they usually think they're special. They're like mm-hmm. a different kind of Right. Black. And his art has, his art back in the day, was, um, up until uh, fairly recently, his art tended to be an expression his comedy some of his earlier music tended to be an expression of look how different of a I'm black person, person I, I am and that's what makes me special is that I'm so different than all the other black people when in reality that difference is something that white supremacy and white media told us was, was different, different about black yeah, people white like, media told us that black people are this one thing and, and not like if you don't fit that then you're like some other right. thing whereas we actually just exist in many different ways right. so for me I first seeing that it was just like eh, because of the way i was introduced to him as a special black Mm -hmm. but then at the same time it's like he's still black and these things still affect him these Mm -hmm. things still his experience and he can still express these things Mm -hmm. so that was probably the only kind of like "Eh, it was happening and then Mm -hmm. i checked myself really quick that kind of like happened but other than that when it comes to like bringing up his white wife it's like i don't i 
huh? Mm-hmm. I'm just like confused. And then another conversation about nerddom came up where it was talking about um, black men who say, black men, black male nerds who say that black girls don't want to talk to them and this and that. Like it was mm-hmm. a conversation about that, like things of him saying that also. Mm-hmm. And then this whole, like the social media just erupted when it was like, black girls didn't want to talk to me because I liked um, mm-hmm. anime and then all the black women are like what the fuck are you talking about right like all of this other conversation mm-hmm. came out of that video not people really talking about that video yeah. you know it was really weird mm-hmm. really weird just um i don't honestly don't want to get into that part of it oh we don't have um, to that was no i know you don't i'm just talking yeah i don't want to get into that part of it for anybody who is curious about that conversation. Um, I was on an episode of Inner Hall Uprising called Blurreds. If you look up Inner Hall Uprising and Blurreds, I'm there talking to this type of special black person. Um, so we kind of have that whole like dialogue of dating and the perception that black women are not, everything that you were just saying. What's bothersome to me about this whole thing is what you said earlier is that there are so many people who are ready to crucify Donald Glover for um, old tweets and things that he has said that are misogynoirist and anti-black women when we fail to acknowledge our friends, our brothers, our classmates, the men in our lives, the men you sleep with, with, who are routinely disrespectful of black women, who are routinely exoticizing um, women who have more European features, Mm -hmm. who routinely tweet routinely tweet and talk about a bunch of stuff like that who yeah. challenge you in the workplace yes who you know ask you if you're mixed because you just you yes can't. who every date that i'm on ask me which is why i'm uh, notoriously single mm-hmm. ask one of the first questions is oh so what are you mixed with instead of i'm clearly whatever i'm mixed with i'm clearly black yeah you know what i'm saying so like we're, we're both here we're both black i understand wanting to get to know somebody in their background or whatever but like to me, that's a, a getting to know you question that you can ask me later, as opposed to when you ask me at the beginning, it's, it seems like you have mm-hmm. such a boner yeah, and so much excitement that, yes. oh, you're light skin and, and maybe you're other. Maybe mm-hmm. there's something, um, quote, quote unquote, different or quote unquote, more valuable here. And so, like, let's explore that in the first 30 seconds of our date, because this is so important. So these are things that routinely happen. And I feel like sometimes we treat this Donald Glover situation or the information that came out about Stefan Clark. Mm-hmm. We treat it like it's this thing that we can isolate and say, oh, this one man, this one black guy hates mm-hmm. black women as if it's it's such a foreign thing. It's common. Yeah, That's it's, stuff it's, that it's, I ba- it's we right battle. These li- things. It's right in your yes. living room. We That's battle like, these things in our homes. In Absolutely. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be in the form of I hate black women for somebody to be saying every time they open their mouth I hate black women yeah you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and we've talked about Charlamagne on this show we've talked about Tariq Nasheed on this show these are people and and you know sure sure Charlamagne is is growing and shifting potentially okay but he's been on air for Hmm. for decades and every episode is about how much he hates black women yeah you know what I'm saying? He does it in the way that he treats and talks to his guests, in the way that he picks and chooses which black women in the seat he's going to respect yep. and talk to a certain way and treat with um, with honor and dignity and personhood, equal personhood, and which black women he's going to talk to um, 
disrespectfully like they don't matter there are people whose platform like the examples you mm-hmm. just used those two men you just used their platform is about misogyny yeah that's yeah. their whole career and we still fuck with that. them and, and our, they're still and making our co- money they're still making money and, and our quote unquote fine. our famous our, our favorite black feminists will still go on their the show, show and kiki with them and talk to them like they're their brother or whatever yep. so it's just um it seems very to me it's very ignorant to say oh i'm not fucking with this 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 one guy is dead to me because did you see this thing that he did when this is so embedded in the culture and that doesn't mean don't call it out that doesn't mean don't call it out and don't acknowledge that it happened but i just feel like we allow so much so much to slide until it's presented to us in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like to me, somebody having a white wife is not the full manifestation of how they feel about black women. Right. You know what I'm saying? To me, when you actually have people who have the full manist- manifestation yes. of how they feel about black women mm-hmm. and they're not crucified in that yes. way. And then it's with like, black wives yes. who they mistreat yes. regularly because then, they hate black people yes, and black women. Like, 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 think about it. R. Kelly does not like black women, mm-hmm. but you, the def- people, defend him. So, yep. like, there's people who are actively being vile to black women, and it is okay. But because someone had tweets from a long time ago or mm-hmm. whatever, now it's like, let's crucify them. Like, this stuff, we don't live in a vacuum. Yeah. This is a, a symptom of a huge problem that we should remedy in many different ways. It's not just like cancel Childish Gambino mm-hmm. because. He was, I don't know, at some point presented to me as special right. black. And he, I don't know, mostly dated white women mm-hmm. or his wife is white or he expressed disdain for, for black women. Like, it's not. It's such a common thing. And and the other piece of this is like, where is the space? Where is the space for us to learn and grow and like and change? You know what I'm saying? Like, where is the space for that growth? To me, when somebody stops, this is something else that uh, Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips was talking about is like, if we've been saying that this thing that somebody is doing is problematic, right? And they stop doing that fucking thing. You know what I'm saying? They stop saying that. They, yeah. they stop including a certain type of humor in their comic routines. And they stop like, what What else do we want from them? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, do we want them to then come out and say, hey, guys, thanks for reminding me of this horrible thing that I did. Just to let you all know, I don't fuck with that anymore. I'm sorry. I guess people could do that. You got to have you got to have like a press release that says right. I no longer mm-hmm. do this other thing. Mm-hmm. I now do this. I think that because the way social media is and the way the heightened visibility that you have when you are a public figure and we live in such a receipt culture yeah. and a cancel culture mm-hmm. that people are literally just looking for a reason. Like I right. just like when you brought up Stefan Clark, it just makes me think like who literally knew this person was murdered and decided mm-hmm. to look for tweets. Right, murdered by Stefan Clark is the gentleman who was murdered by police in his own backyard in his grandmother's yeah, backyard like, I, for holding you, a cell phone. How do you even? You know, like I don't right. get how you even think to look for t- for tweets to see. Let me to see what kind of guy what, this person you know, was. It's just that like that in itself is just like mm-hmm. gross. Mm-hmm. Um, it should tell you that, you know, white supremacy just be working. Yeah. Like that's still white supremacy working. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, I feel gross. Speaking of cancel culture and shenanigans. Um, <laughs> so Azalea Banks. It's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> who we were all rooting for. We were all rooting. We were rooting for Yo, you. she's the epitome of that. We were rooting. If, again. And Jay and I would go hard for hard. you. Azalea. Hard. Hard. We cried for you. 
you cried for her. Uh-huh. I cried for you. Okay. <laughs> like Milton knows because Milton is back there <laughs> listening to our earlier episodes. Okay. We fucked with her hard body from jump. We've been doing this show for four years. Defending. And people try to act like nobody loves Azalea. We've been fucking with. Defending the fuck out of her. We've been fucking with Azalea Banks for a long time. Defending the fuck out of her. Whatever. But what I wanted to talk about. Honestly, I think this. the the The, the issue that she has with Cardi B. And just that whole controversy, I think it's it's multi layered, of course, and there's a lot to discuss. It Much of it lot. we've discussed on previous episodes of this show, mm-hmm. so I don't want to revisit that, and I don't want to have a half assed conversation about it. Yeah. But what I have noticed in a lot of people's critiques of Azalea Banks, who is a dark skinned black woman, what I have no would you call her dark skinned? Because I know as a light skinned person, sometimes I call yeah. people dark skinned, and they're like, that. they're not dark skinned. <laughs> okay, do. but yeah, she's dark because they're light skinned people I who used it. to scream but, at me about but being light skinned. Everybody, everybody's right. um. It's, all, it's very relative. It's, it's, it's very relative, relative to their right. skin. So right. Like so I just wanted yeah. to, you know, double totally. check with you. Thank you. Okay. Cool. See, see how she did that light skin people? Okay. Yes. yes. All right. Right. So we are both in consensus as two differentiated black women that Azalea Banks is a dark skinned woman. Yes. It is a fact. She has talked about it that she has bleached her skin. Yep. So she is now a few shades lighter than she was back mm-hmm. in the day. Would you still consider she's her still dark, dark skin? Okay. So she's still dark skin. Just lighter dark. Right. Right. <laughs> as my niece would say. Yes. Lighter, lighter black, <laughs> yep. as your niece would say. Yep. Yes. <laughs> what's bothering me about this and i'm addressing this to light-skinned black people what's bothering me about this is that i feel like while it is important that we acknowledge the fact that there are fellow black people who are bleaching their skin mm-hmm. i think as light-skinned people while it's something that i acknowledge and i feel like i have a place at the table to talk about skin bleaching and things like that my place is not at the center of the table. Nope. You know what I'm saying? So it's not for me as a light-skinned person who, and I know there are light-skinned people who bleach to be lighter, but that's its own thing. Um, who do they want to be fucking clear? Yes. What? Niggas want to be clear. I don't want to see your organs, you know, bitch. You know that it's mad Dominicans, my complexion, who's too dark at this complexion. <laughs> who feel that they're too dark at this complexion. Bitch, don't okay? nobody want to see your capillaries. They- <laughs> the fuck you doing? <laughs> right. But anyhow, anyhow, anyhow. Um, it's not it's not for me to talk about some darker skinned person bleaching their skin. Because yeah. that's not a battle. I, I didn't wake up that complexion. And while we promote and I can talk about how beautiful darker skinned people are and how we should all love our blackness and shit like that that's not a reality that i as a light-skinned person wake up to Mm -hmm. and so i've seen a lot of lighter skinned black folks in this conversation of azalea banks and cardi b or whatever Uh, and i think it's important that we discuss the elements of colorism that are at play i think when we start talking about and judging azalea and darker skinned people for bleaching their skin that's not our that's not my place yeah it's not it's not my place i i feel like i have a place to saying that it happened and i do have feelings about it and i think that it's important that we recognize we live in this white supremacist patriarchal capitalist society that makes that idolizes and promotes european features Mm -hmm. and encourages that type of thing but it's not for me as a lighter skinned person to shame someone for trying to look how i already look yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And so Merrill actually made what was a hilarious fucking joke that I will not repeat because he had no place in saying it. He said a bunch of different things, but at the end of it, he um, it was a tweet. It's fucking hilarious, but problematic. At the end of it, he made uh, alluded to her um, bleaching her skin and like, how dare you kind of you bleach your skin, you're fake this, that or whatever. You're a light skinned black man. 
that's not your place. Yeah. It's not your place. And several of us have been doing that. And so I think it's important, regardless to how we feel as lighter skin people, as skin bleaching, just to know our place in that conversation, regardless of how we feel about Azalea. It's a lot of different things that I could say about her as a black woman. That's, that That's not for me to say. But it's like when it comes, that's the thing that annoys as me. As a fellow black woman, excuse me. Yeah. That's not for me to say. Yeah, the thing that annoys me about, because I'm... Even with my dark skin self, I am alarmed by this situation with her and Cardi. Right. But there are ways for me to address this without even me talking about, without right. me shaming her for even. Right, right, like, right. There's so many things. There's so much content there, actually, yeah. for me to address that I don't even have to like shame her for bleaching her skin yeah. or come or come at her for that. I feel like that's just so easy. Mm-hmm. It's just so easy. I just wish people could challenge themselves more. Like that is the that's so fucking easy. Yeah. Like. You'll be like, that's just Mm -hmm. so easy. Challenge Mm -hmm. yourself. There's a lot going on there. A lot of fucking layers. Like a lot. Right. And all you got is skin bleach. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. step your shit up. Yeah. I deal with a lot of, I deal with a lot of hardship being a black woman in New York City. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is a quote unquote, a liberal city, which is a city where I can go and hang out all day somewhere and mm-hmm. not see white people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of safe space here, which is a city where, as a black woman, even though I get shitted on throughout the day when I'm trying to make a return or do things that other white women, that white women do. I'm sorry. What's up? You always bring up returns. <laughs> you I just want to make up my, up I want to make a fucking return in peace. <laughs> Somebody always trying to treat me some kind of way like I stole the shit. I just don't sure. like being mistreated, You've yo. You've had a lot of traumatizing returns. Yes, I have. You always bring up returns. I really, really I hate have. returning clothes. So that's probably why I don't have. Yeah. I like. I just I don't I really, return shit. I, I really, just be knowing my size and that just is what it is. Nah, don't be knowing my size. <laughs> so anyway, I've had a lot of traumatizing experiences. Or being at being at dinner with two white women and being treated a certain way by, you know, mm-hmm. not, not getting the same service yeah. as them. Mm-hmm. And those are all things that I deal with in this light brown skin as a black ass woman, right? So I wake up every day. I don't know what a dark skinned black woman experiences. If I'm experiencing the shit that I experience as a light skinned black woman, if I'm getting treated like garbage as a light skinned black woman, I cannot imagine the shit that my darker skinned black women sisters go through. Mm -hmm. And it's not for me to then turn around and weaponize the white supremacy that they have endured. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and whatever outcome that they have had, whether it be skin bleaching or whatever, it's not that's not for me to do. It's not for me to say. And I just again, I want us to be more aware of our place in these conversations. And while we can all like we can throw the dozens back and forth, that's not a dozen for me to throw. Yeah, and I not. want us to stop I want us to stop doing that. And black Dominican people um who many of you have just accepted your blackness yeah recognize that differential please we appreciate we're glad that you all are saying you black now that's cool um you think they but Mero and the rest of y'all uh i don't know if i called him i might have called him jesus earlier but Mero. no you said Mero. Earlier. okay cool Mero and the rest of you y'all are light-skinned black people okay recognize You're that in love with this expectation jay <laughs> Because they're just now... I know. Acknowledging I know. It's, it's levels. It's levels. Yeah. It's levels to this. Just, you know... It's levels to this. We can't make the same jokes as darker-skinned black people, right? So you're, yeah. bl- you're black yeah. now, but mm-hmm. you can't... Like, that's not... Mm-mm. You have to recognize y'all are like... Y'all, you know, talk to some other light-skinned black people who are not Latinx. We'll put you on. 
Some some of us. All right, I'll put you on. It's just I me told and Butasha. You and Butasha <laughs> are the light skin warriors, that's and that's it. Y'all the only light skin people I met like this. Yeah. Like I'm dead ass. Sorry. Like so, you know, yeah. get Butasha and Jay. Yeah, learn and, some and Jasmine, my sister. Oh, Jasmine. and Jasmine. Yes. But Jasmine busy. Jasmine. She's busy. so busy. She, she does not have time, she don't for y'all. Have time for y'all. She doesn't. But ask them, and then mm-hmm. uh-uh. she's busy explaining this to her own five <laughs> light skin children. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like. Uh, yeah. Get your shit Four. Together. She has a dark skinned child. Four light skinned children. Yes. yes. So there's that. I wanted to address that shit because it's been bothering me and it's something that we do too much. So I will end that shit. Amongst there. other things. But this Amongst is- other <laughs> things. You're absolutely <laughs> right. I just things. wanted to address that yeah, one. Yeah, we're just thing addressing that one. Because we could really do this yes, for hours. Because I could really go another hour. We should have on a series about that. This no, time. <laughs> we do though. We do. Yeah, we, we do. do. I, I do this. Oh gosh. I does this. Yeah, so stop. Stop. Stop that shit. Speaking of stopping that shit, we got two good, really good emails. Yeah, we do, we do. Uh, with oh. questions on black shit. One is a moment in black hair and one one is a moment in black life. Yeah. <laughs> so you wanna take a break? And yeah, those? let's take a break. Okay, let's take a break. Money, 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 money. <laughs> money. <laughs> do you know what this year is? Um, what's this year? Oh, well, it's 2018. But do you know what 2018 is all about? What every year is all about? Yeah, but like giving black women year. your money. Yes, so give okay. black women your money. Hashtag pay black women, okay, yo. Okay, okay. So, so how do they? give black women their money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women is race nerd podcast every motherfucking every week, week. sometimes and, twice um, a week yeah yo <laughs> and we could use your loving motherfucking donations um, we definitely can absolutely so how can you do that you can go to our website yo tvsqueenandj.com hit that donate tab mm-hmm. we have two options there so two can, two you become a patron or you can just donate through PayPal. Yep. You choose. We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right. on how you give us money. That's right. If you want to donate via Patreon, we're asking all of our listeners to break us off $2 a month. That's $24 a year. And if everybody who listens does that shit, we will have everything that we need to do everything we want to do for this podcast. Everything. And if you love us so much that you want to break us off a one-time donation, a multiple-time donation, or if you don't like the the once-a-month kind of system, you can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money. We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that we shit. We will use that shit. That's right. So once again, teawithqueenandj.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice oh my god we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time yes and we're black i am a light-skinned black person <laughs> and i will not make jokes about demo bleach or anything like that demo bleach up this can see i can sing that song i can sing that song too because demo bleach <laughs> but i will not be using it as a weapon oh god you're making the whole song about bleaching your skin oh, and boy. you're still bleaching your skin <laughs> I'm telling you, it'd be Jamaican, freak, it'd be Caribbean, light skin ass, light people, cakes open up themselves, yo. Didn't you see their knuckles? Didn't you see their knuckles? <laughs> and you'd be like, oh, yeah. you, you're a brown girl. Okay. You're not a red bone. Right. Okay, so. And that's all it, no, because now I'm doing it. <laughs> see, I'm about to backtrack on my own shit that I just spent an hour talking about. Okay. So, let's get to this T-mail. First T-mail um, is from a listener by the name of Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. I just wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Her, her last name is not Jackson. Okay. Um, so the subject is, how do you deal? Hey, y'all. 
I hope you're both doing well. I'm doing well. Are you doing well? I'm doing quite well. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Since you are both women that go through flawless hairstyles, I'm curious to know Aww. how your coworkers handle the changes. I woke up flawless. Sorry. And how that was you my Britney Spears impression. Can I read this letter? Can yes. I read this letter? Carry on. Um, I'm curious to know how your coworkers handle the changes and how you handle their reactions. I'm currently in a playful mood and decided to experiment with my hair more with braids, colored weaves, wigs, etc. And my coworkers don't know how to keep their microaggressions to themselves. Just this morning, one of these white male assholes. <laughs> Aren't they all? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just walked up to me and started doing the weave padding motion to his head. I just looked at him like he was crazy, and he asked me if my braids were tight. I silently walked away, but I wish I said something to him. Aside from that, I get a lot of people that make a big deal about my new style and won't shut up about it. They all say, wow, you're here, for what seems like hours. I can tell that they really want to say more, but are avoiding it. So instead, they make me feel like I'm some... Some show on display, on display, on display. Sorry. I'm the only black woman in my office, and I don't know how to approach this since white people are so fucking sensitive. Do y'all run into these issues? Thank you for taking the time to read this. Janet, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. So full disclosure, I am Storm all day, every damn day, right? So I, I wear, like, my white hair all the time. But a part of that, a part of why I don't change up the color, even though white is, like, my favorite, part of why I don't change it up is that bullshit, is that I like changing up the style. Mm-hmm. But maintaining the same color allows me a certain level of, like, consistency mm-hmm. to where I don't have to deal with that shit. But I'm responding to white supremacy, honestly. Yeah. So there's that. So for me, this is Queen speaking. Um, I know they know. Um, <laughs> I honestly, if you listen to the show, you know I live in my black bubble. Um, I'm fortunate enough to be in a workspace where my people don't react to my hair in ways that are annoying. Though I remember the one time that I did, like the most that they do was like, "Oh, you change your hair often," but now they just know I change it often, so it's just like an event, kind of, mm-hmm. but an event that I have control over. So like. We'll be in a meeting and I'm like, I'm changing my hair this weekend. So, yeah, can you, but you know, mm-hmm. Monday be with it, you know, like stuff like that. So, it's like I'm in control of how that happens. So, it's not even like a thing for me. Hair is an event for me. Hair is a show for me. Hair is an extension of my personality. I like that it changes so much. So, like, it's not, and my workspace is, it's an event, but it's an event that I have control over and that mm-hmm. I like. When it comes to, white people's interactions with my hair in general, I don't really get a lot, but I could be because I'm a dark-skinned black woman and I have a really mean face and just don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like, don't. But I'm not. My face is not inviting right. or any of those things. So I, It's when not it, perceived as inviting. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. like, no, it's not. I don't want you here. It's not well, inviting. that too. Um, <laughs> That's a name of thing, though. So, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I generally, thankfully, don't... Uh, I haven't really had too many experiences like that to be yeah. honest a lot of my bad experiences are here with black people mm. um because our hair is supposed to be done or kept mm-hmm. or like look a certain way and i'm not supposed to be like i'm supposed to be fitting like these white supremacist norms like only like when i've had interactions about my hair it's actually been from black women who are i'm like doing the thing that i'm not supposed to be doing in mm-hmm. front of white people. white people yeah um so that's usually been my bad interactions with like me changing my hair so much mm-hmm. and experimenting here with hair and like just because i literally just do anything with my hair um not anything i never gone bald but like i have you know it's fun yeah. for me hair is fun um especially since hair has been used as such an oppressive tool 
that for me, I had to make it fun. I have to make it something that I enjoy, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. For me, when I was changing up my hair a lot at work, I have found it beneficial. Somebody said to me today, oh, I miss your hair. Like, because I'll alternate between like my hair being out and wearing a head wrap or whatever. Yeah. Somebody said to me that they missed my hair when it's when it's up, they miss my hair or mm-hmm. whatever. So I said, <laughs> and I kept walking, you mm-hmm. know, but I was also walking and so it was easy for me to <laughs> and walk past yeah. or whatever but i think sometimes ignoring people like like legit ignoring like not use ver- saying yeah. words like no response yeah period when it comes to that that helps yeah that's that's helpful i think or just having a short response thanks if you feel like it or yeah you know just like sh- being short you know what i have um Make maybe like um I did have one person that to touch my hair and I was like mm-hmm. no but this was like working retail it was like no what the fuck is wrong with you and then I did have a white employee one time and it was like like that, like you change it so often like oh my gosh I was like yes because black hair can do that it's not boring like yours like I'll, I'll say <laughs> stuff like that and they just know not to say dumb shit like mm-hmm. that to me it's just like they can microaggress you you can microaggress them back right. I guess but it's, it sounds like um Janet's concern is getting in trouble for something like that in an all-white space because they will pull you in the office and tell you that you're being rude and not a team player and unfriendly and shit like that. They can. I don't know. Like, I don't know how you interact with people I'm talking about. She asked me how I would, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. how I do that. Right. So that's how I would do it. And if the motherfucker just patted his head and asked you if your braids was too tight, mm-hmm. I like, why can't your rebuttal be something offensive to right, them? Right, you just right, literally right. said something offensive to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like being short and dismissive. Like, yep, or just, yeah, just completely ignoring it. I, I think I think I would enjoy that. Like, they're, oh, your hair is nice. Good morning. Like, don't even, like, yeah. don't even say anything that has anything to do or, like, anything that would, like, seem like a response mm-hmm. to them. Like, oh, oh, you changed your hair. Yeah, what did you do this weekend? Like, just, like, mm-hmm. skip right over it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, and you, can, and you can be pleasant. If that's your normal demeanor is to be pleasant, you can do that in all other areas. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just not when it comes to, like, your hair. Because why are we having that conversation? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you get pulled in, yeah, if you get pulled into an office or some shit, you can talk about that. He's like, well, it, it makes me uncomfortable when people comment on my appearance. On my body. Your yeah. hair's on your body. Yeah. I don't like people talking about my body. Right. And that's totally fair. And oftentimes, because there is no respect for the black body and people think that they own us, mm-hmm. um, you have to throw it back at them like that. You have to say it and remind people, no, this, this is, is my, my body. body. This yes. is my body. This mm-hmm. is my appearance. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes, hopefully, if you are talking to HR or somebody with any kind of sense, those two things are not always the same. No, hopefully, they're not. They're not. <laughs> hopefully, it brings it back into it puts things back into perspective i don't like people talking about my body yep i don't like people talking about my my appearance and it's like oh right yes. this is this a is person's the, body yes. this is a person yes so yeah so just keep doing you and don't think about them you were teaching them which is unfair and irritating but somebody is learning yeah sorry sis sorry y'all i wish i wish i knew how white your space was Sounds mad white. She's the only black woman. Oh, that's really white. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. You want to go on to the next letter? 
I feel bad moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad moving on. Um, but yes, let's do that. Our final letter is from Natalia. Natalia says, oh, so Natalia is actually emailing both us and Queer Walk Pod, mm-hmm. which I think is totally fine. Yeah. If you send a, this type of letter to us and other podcasts, just please let us know that you do that about that. So thank you for letting us know. So Natalie says, hey, everybody, I hope that it's OK. I'm emailing you all in a thread. I wanted to ask you all the same questions. So I thought this would be the best way to do so. And yes, it is. Thank you, Natalie. I'm part of a screening committee for an LGBTQIA film festival here in Salt Lake City called Damn These Heels Film Film Festival. They send us links to the films based on our interests and we watch them give feedback and they consider these notes while selecting movies that will make it into the festival. Recently, I screened a movie called Shakedown directed by Layla Wynn-Robb. It's an amazing documentary about a series of lesbian parties that I could only imagine in my dreams that were fubu as fuck held in LA started by a black trans woman. The movie is excellent and I'm very excited to give it a good review. However, I see an issue. The film festival and its submissions, reviewers, viewers, creators, are mostly white, except for a few non-black people of color. Some reviewers are also not queer. These people have no exposure to blackness, black womanism, or real fun. The movie shows queer <laughs> black <laughs> drag them. The movie shows queer black women in a way I believe will explode all these white people's heads and not necessarily in a good way. Besides nudity and sexual acts, which to me is no problem. It also shows black lesbian women in an environment where they are having fun, feel safe, and are living. I really think this movie should not be screened here in Salt Lake City without some kind of, I don't even know, warning to white people. They are about to see some shit and they best not say anything. I'm afraid this movie will be seen in a voyeuristic and negative way. I'm afraid all the art, passion, and excitement of seeing a movie made for and by a black lesbian woman will be lost in the confusion, discomfort, and microaggressions that will surely be felt by most viewers or even worse i'm gonna go out one night and see a bunch of beckys trying to twerk at a shakedown themed quote-unquote shakedown themed party so basically i'm scared they will ruin the whole thing so finally here my question so finally here's my question what should i do do i give it a fantastic review as it deserves and let the viewers make of it what they will should i suggest they have someone introduce the film and give a kind of forward should i should Should I suggest Utah will probably never be ready for this movie? Just skip us all together (laughs) and let it be enjoyed where people can relate. Sorry for the long email. Thank you for reading. I love both podcasts. That's us and Queer Walk. And think you are all amazing and find such joy in hearing you support each other. Natalia. Thank you, Natalia. Thank you, Natalia. I kind of hope that's a fake name because we're naming names and saying things and telling all their business. Hmm. I don't. Hmm. <laughs> what should you do? I actually do not know what you should do. Yeah. It's really, really hard when you present shit to white people. Mm-hmm. It's just hard. Um, it's really hard to present to people who are not of um, the group that is expressing in the art. So mm-hmm. this is going to be hard to even give to like cis straight people who just have no understanding of Mm -hmm. that space as well Mm -hmm. like it's just there's always something lost in translation always something and it's hard to tell how harm how harmful 
that piece that is lost in translation can be. Mm. Um, so I dead ass don't know yeah. what you should do. I feel like these are all really valid concerns. I feel like it's possible that the filmmaker considered these things. Yeah. And is putting it out there that mm-hmm. this is what it is. Like that was their choice when they made the film. Yeah. I think that I like the idea of giving it a fantastic review because that is your truth. Oh, yeah. Um, so do that. Don't sabotage your own feelings and energy um, and light that you want to share to this movie and put on it. Yes. Winning. Yes. That's right. Um, when you say, should you suggest they have someone introduce the film and give it a kind of forward? I would say that sounds like a good suggestion and kind of talking about the idea of, um, of voyeurism yeah. and, and what is the best way to approach watching this film and white supremacy and kind of including that language in Perhaps in your review or perhaps to whoever you make this type of suggestion to that they offer it introduction to this includes language that you are being invited into a sacred space. So this is fun and jokes and games to certain people. But these are this is a group of people who are marginalized, who have found safety and space in this. And you are being granted um, the permission you are being granted access this is a gift Mm -hmm. this is a privilege to be able to witness this and that's important that you keep that in mind when viewing this and when consuming this art i like the idea of the forward in that way presented in the way that Mm -hmm. you just presented it yeah um when i saw forward i just i pictured like hey be nice (laughs) right don't you know Mm -hmm. don't touch our things you know Mm -hmm. like whatever but in the way in which you presented it yeah um would make a whole lot of sense Mm -hmm. um basically to be like be happy you here. Right. Because other, like this is not for you. Mm-hmm. This ain't for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like- and, and, <laughs> and kind of kind of in the way, and you can reference more popular things, and this is something that I would say Beyonce has done, even though people don't want to give her any credit, Yeah. that she is a huge pop star. She's not Childish Gambino, so she can't get credit. Right. You're right. <laughs> She's a huge pop star who has created things and told us these things are for black women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that that's what it is for black women. It is for black femmes. It is for black people. And so there's a reference point. So you can even reference the way in which review lemonade and acknowledge. And this is, of course, all hopeful and wishful thinking. Yeah. You're, giving, you're giving the audience a uh, benefit of the doubt and treating them with a certain level of intelligence, mm-hmm. right? Which they'll appreciate. The way in which we all know to view lemonade as a work that is for and by black women, a dedication. Mm-hmm to black women but that we're all able to enjoy and share in is the way in which and we understand should understand that you're invited into yes, this space yes. this is not yours this is mm-hmm. not for you you were not in mind when this was created right but we're just letting you right see it yeah so i think that that's a good opportunity to in- introduce some of that language and i think that whenever one of us um creates something that's a risk that most of us are aware of that white people are going to view this art sometimes it's challenging to only think of black people consuming our work because we live in such white spaces you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. a lot of times black folks create art with white people in mind with gearing that shit to white people you know what i'm saying so um i think that most black artists have the the expectation that their art will be consumed by whack white people um so I, I, the way capitalism is set up mm-hmm. is that eventually you have to white whack people have to like be into it for yeah. it to like capitalize and right like, you know whatever right 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 so i value your um desire to protect this work i think there's a way to protect it and to um still have it 
shared. Word. With the masses, yo. You know? And then if you see anyone twerking as they leave, you just shank them. That's it. And call it a day. That's how we do it in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Quick and easy. Word. Out the mouth. Wear down a toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Um, Prisons. Okay. <laughs> hardcore. I was thinking more on the inside of the cheek or under the tongue. Oh, you were thinking of a razor blade. No, I was yeah. thinking of a toothbrush that would turn into a shank. That's wow. what a shank is. Well, she's on the outside, so you can just get a regular ass, like, you know, shiv of some sort, a, a blade, a Look, knife. I'm just saying, you you're, out a, you're out of viewing. Maybe they started and you're like, all you have is a pencil, and they started twerking, and you gotta, there make, is a shit, pencil you gotta make shit happen. Or you could not stab anybody and take some of the earlier advice that we gave. <laughs> you could do that, but thank you so much, Natalie, for sending us this. I hope that you used a fake name. Um, <laughs> it was Natalia. As I correct, oh, the name. as I correct the other name, Who right? Knows? We're just, just, we're just gonna put you out there. Though. Sure, sure. So Godspeed, Godspeed <laughs> with this. Thank you for your letter. We appreciate you, Thanks. and um, I think we did a black ass show. We did a show. Mm-hmm. Let's remind you, Juneteenth. Juneteenth. That's June nineteenth. That falls on a Tuesday. After work, come through to Von Bar. If you live in Jersey, after work, come through to Von Bar in NYC. <laughs> Why'd you go to Jersey? Because if you live in Connecticut, wherever you live, come through anyway. Okay. Cheers it up to, with, to, with black people and celebrate blackness. Celebrate blackness. Celebrate black freedom. Leave work early. Hang out with us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what we want to do. Okay. Or you could stay in whatever city you're in, and the five boroughs could just come kick it, except for Staten Island. oh that poor borough borough. um be sure to follow us on the social media so we are on instagram and twitter that is at t with qj we are also on facebook and tumblr and that is t with queen and j you search that and then you like or follow we also like Mm t-mail you can do that you can send us t-mail by you can send us T-mail at twithqueenandj at gmail.com. Be sure to check out our website, twithqueenandj.com. The donate button is there. The Pay Black Women directory is there. What else is on that shit? Our event page is there. Everything. There's lots of things on our website. Visit mm-hmm. that shit. Do it. Um. Also, remember to check us out on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we are dropping a new episode of our yes. Dear White People review series called Dear, Dear Black, Black People. People. Please check us out. Yes, we do know that there is a hashtag of racist whites using the hashtag. Yeah, they're using the hashtag Dear Black People. We don't care about that shit. They do not exist. Fuck them. So, yeah. So, check out our review series. Share that shit. Talk about it. Retweet it. Repost it. Listen to it. Tell us what you think, yo. Send us email and shit about it. Uh, Anything else? Nah, let's get it to them hashtags. Cool. Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter. Say her name. All Black Lives Matter. Stop killing trans women. Spoony chat. Disability too white. Film dis. Hashtag T with QJ. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Pod and Live NYC. Hashtag Pods and Color. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Pod in. Mm-hmm. Hashtag Support Black Podcast. Hashtag We All Win. Hashtag Pay Black Woman. Mm-hmm. Hashtag We Are. One of our um, friends and supporters and listeners to the show, Brandon Victor Dixon, has a. Yes. <laughs> you got too many goddamn names. <laughs> that was a lot of fucking too names. Many names, Brandon. <laughs> anyway, um, yes, he is one of your favorite actors from the TV series Power, mm-hmm. and he's got a new project where he. Oh, is, that's what that was. Yes. Okay. Yes. I never new, know who anyone is. No okay. shade to you. Right. Brother. Right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he's got a new project out, and every download proceeds from every download goes to. 
the Young New Yorkers Project. Mm -hmm. And that is an organization that provides art art programming as an alternative to um, the juvenile justice system. Or actually juveniles who are facing like adult charges and shit. Because, you know, they like to do that to uh, juveniles of color. Right. We don't get to be kids. Mm -mm. So, yeah. So it does that shit. And, you know, we're all about keeping black people out of jail and anybody out of jail i guess but black people because that's who they put in jail yeah, so go over there and give him a download that's right we'll put the link to that in the show notes the hashtag for that Downloads. is we are okay we're doing the shoulder move okay. download hey. you gotta give him the downloads <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm done with you um hashtag what else hashtag download okay <laughs> let's just go let's i think that's go. it hashtag dear white people hashtag dear black people Smooches. Bye. I wish that girls could fail as bad as men do and be okay. Because let me tell you, watching men fail up, it, it, is, it is frustrating. Very frustrating. It is frustrating to see a lot of men blow it and win. And we hold ourselves to these crazy, crazy standards. We hold each other to these standards.